13 says, We have in the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore we speak. Uh, 1 Timothy 6 and 12 says, Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life wherein unto thou art called and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. So we're fighting a good fight of faith and knowing that we will trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. No matter what is happening, we are told, one, to cast down every imagination, every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And then 2 Corinthians 4, 8, 9, um, we were talking about the spirit of faith and how the fear of a spirit of faith is, and it says, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. So when you're walking by faith and not by sight, things may come up in your life, and they will come up in your life, but how are you dealing with it? You know, you may, you may see trouble on every side, and we've had that in this, in, in, in our congregation. We've had trouble on every side. If you haven't, maybe I have. You, it's okay. I'm talking about, I'm, let me speak for myself. Trouble on every side, and perplexed, wondering how, what, where, wh why? What, where did this come from? But not distressed. You know, we ha you're going to have the things, but how you deal with it, fighting that good fight of faith, persecuted, but not in despair. And I listened to uh, Minister Moki, and she was talking about things on the job. I said, Lord, you, we, we go through these things, but when we fight the good fight of faith, not in despair, not distressed, you know, not broken down, torn down, not sad and pitiful. We are walking this walk of faith. We, 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 we're fighting it and we're getting to the place where we can rest in the Lord. When we say, yeah, aha, that's the aha moment. We say, I got it. I got it. I understand, Lord. I know what you're saying now. I, 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 I'm all right. You know, then we can rest. And then humility is the next thing we want to talk about. But before we get there, let's go to, with Romans, to Romans 15 and 13. Um, and I just wanted to read that. We have it in um, the King James and the Amplified. It says, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. The Amplified says, may the God of your hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling over with hope. When you are fighting the good fight of faith, you have joy. The New Living says, I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. Weymouth translation says, may God, the giver of hope, fill you with continual joy and peace because you trust in him so that ye may have abundant hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you are fighting the good fight of faith, you're in joy, your hope is full, you're joyful, and you're peaceful. 
if you're not in that joyful, peaceful mode, if you are always in a constant state of frustration, you are not walking in that faith, that fighting, that good fight of faith. You're not in peace. You're not in joy. You're in constant agitation. You have to regroup. You say, well, say, wait, back up. So what is causing this frustration? Because the Lord says, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. He wants us to abound, abound, bubble over, one of the translations says. When you are at rest, when you believe the word of God, when you say, yes, Lord, I am standing on your word, you're at peace. You're at rest. You are joyful. But if you, people on your job can look at your face and they come up to you and say, what's the matter? Look at you. What's wrong? You're not fighting a good fight of faith. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'll just let you know. Because the, 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 the situation is now, has now got you to the place where that all you think about is the problem. You, you know, you're back to, you know, a trouble on every side and you're distressed. You, you know, you're in despair. That's not where the Lord wants us. He wants us in peace and joy. When you get to that peace and joy, you're at rest. He said, Lord, I believe and I have turned this entire situation over to you. I'm taking it off of me. And, you know, the Lord, he, he, one of the scriptures, and, we, and Sister Pat said it in, in the prayer, and, and we've said it, we're casting down. We have to cast down the cares. And the Lord is saying, you're carrying that care. Stop carrying that care. And, and I'll, I'll go to that later on and, and let you know just when he, when the Lord really spoke that to me, I said, oh, my Lord, this is what I've been doing all along, and it's not what he wants me to do. So um, <clears throat> the joy of the Lord is your strength. If you are believing, you have joy. If you are believing, you have peace. If you are trusting in God, peace and joy are your companions. They, they are with you always. And if you lose your joy, your peace, all the confessions in the world you're making, you are not walking in faith. You can say all you want, but if, if your peace is not there, if your joy, if you're constant, constant frustration, faith is, you're not walking in your faith. So some people say, well, I did this, I did that, I tried this, and it didn't happen. Why? Because you're not in faith. You are ta you're talking the talk, but you're not walking the walk. You know, a lot of people say, well, sister so-and-so, she believed God for healing, and she, 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 she didn't get it. You don't know what sister so-and-so was saying when she left the doors. When she left your presence, you don't know, you know, what Satan is saying to her and what she was believing and what she was speaking because the word of God works. The word of God works every time. So, you know, when we get to the place, I mean, we come to church to learn. We, we, we come here to learn so we can go out and help others. So when we see somebody struggling in the area, say, let, me, let me tell you what I heard. Let me tell you the scripture the Lord just made alive to me. Maybe this will help you. You know, that's what we're here for. So not just to come here every Sunday and praise the Lord, which is good, but we're here to help others on the outside. Okay, so you want to be to the place, you know, where you don't, where you don't want to be the place where you stop believe in God, that you made a decision to stop believing what the word of God said. Who told you to stop believing? Who told you to begin to speak the wrong words, to begin to speak the words contrary to what you're believing? We're supposed to be believing the word of God. Faith does not like that. Faith may be perplexed, but not in despair. Whiners walk by sight and not by faith. If you're constantly whining, it's because you're moved by what you see. You're moved by the situation. And you will be like that if you spend all your time not 
in the Word of God, not hearing from the Word of God, not meditating on the Word of God, not praying, spending time with your Father, you will be a whiner. You'll be a whiner, and, and everything that comes down the pike, and, and, you know, you just take it unto yourself. Why? Because you're not spending that time with the Lord. And he told me, look, you're going to shut that TV down something. Right. I said, okay, Lord. <laughs> you know, he said, no, I, I, need some, I need some time with you, and I need you to, I, I, this is where I want you to be. And then when I did what he told me to do, I start seeing the changes. I start seeing things happen. I start seeing my joy come back. I mean, I, and I said, Lord, and he'll, he'll drop something in your spirit. You, you, you may not even be at that time reading the word of God. You may be cooking or walking and going to the store, whatever, and he'll drop something in your spirit. So, so wonderful. You say, wow, th that was the key that you needed. But you had spent that time with the Lord. You set aside. You said, look, I'm, I'm not working on this. I'm not doing that. When their kids leave, I'm shutting it down. This is what I'm going to do. And, when, and you know, and you just get, get that quiet time before the Lord. And he'll begin to tell you something. He'll be just, just, just what you needed to hear. And say, oh, Lord, thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I bless your name. So the question is, when you're hurting, when things aren't going as well as you want it to go, can you praise the Lord? In the midst of the trouble, when things are going wrong, when you're hearing that the jobs are closing now, when they say, well, you don't have a job anymore. I had that happen to me, so I know how it feels. You know, but can you at that time continue to praise the Lord? Can you say, Lord, I thank you because I know this is going to turn around for your good, for my good. You know, when you go to the, the supervisor and say, this is not fair. Why is this happening to me? And they say, oh, you'll be all right. And that's what they tell me. You'll be all right. Well, I know it's going to be all right, but what you were doing was not right. But the Lord had me in his arms. He protected me, and I was okay. And still am okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's still working it out for me. And I thank him. When you can praise God in the midst of the trouble, in the midst of it not going right, in the midst of, you know, they're talking about you, and they're trying to stab you in the back and all the while smiling in the face, in the midst of the parents saying, well, you know, I'm leaving, I'm taking my child, she's going to so-and-so, and she won't be here in September. In the midst of you saying, well, Lord, I'm done. You know, in the midst of all of that, in the midst of you seeing your income drop from 1400 to maybe 200 whatever, a week, you know, maybe in those times, in those times, can you yet have joy? Can you yet praise the Lord and say, well, Lord, I am trusting you in the midst of everything. Then you can say, Lord, in you do I put my trust. Let me never be put to confuse. And he said, well, you're going to have to trust me. And guess what? I am Mr. Bill, not Mr. Payment. Nothing's late. Nobody's calling. Say, you know, you always nah. Everything's paid. Everything's done on time. Why? Because the Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. When you begin to lean on the Lord, lean on His word. Trust Him. Trust what He says. He's going to bring you out on top. No matter what the income is saying. He is my source. He is your source. You continue to do what you know to do. You continue to give. And I said, Lord, I done bumped up my giving again. You told me to bump it. Okay, that's what I'm doing. Why? Because he knows what I need. He knows what's coming down the pipe. He knew before I knew that there was going to be a, a, a deficit in the income. He knew that. But he is the source. And he sends money from every which way. But Lord, and I said, Lord, I thank you. Why? Because you are my source. I'm not leaning on my own understanding, but I have the joy. 
because I'm resting. When you can get to the place where you're resting on the word of God, resting in God because you trust him, you know everything is going to be all right. If you stand up night twisting and turning and crying and wondering what's going on, you are not in faith. Don't let the devil fool you. You're not in faith. When you get to the place and say, Lord, I trust you with this. I'm going to sleep. If you never sleep in slumber, why am I standing up? You up already. I'm possible. Go to sleep. Let him take care of the situation. Real faith has peace and joy in the midst of contradictions. In the midst of you saying, well, my, I, I, I'm healed. And your body's racked with pain. In the midst of you saying, my God supplies all of my needs. And you look at it and say, well, mm, looks kind of strange right now. In the midst of all of that, real faith says, I'm coming out all right. The Lord's going to fix it for me. He's working it out. In the midst of all of that. I have joy and I have peace in the midst of symptoms, in the midst of lack, in the midst of pain. Can you yet praise him? That's fighting the good fight of faith and resting because, Lord, I know you're doing it for me. Distressed people fall apart all the time. Why? Because they're not where they should be with the Lord. We fighting a good fight of faith. Faith will never acknowledge that it's whipped. Faith will never say it's not working. Faith will never say it didn't work. Faith will never concede to defeat. Faith says, I have victory. I don't care what it looks like. I am victorious. I don't care what my body feels like. I am the healed. I don't care what my checkbook looks like. I am prosperous. My God causing me always to win, always to prosper. He supplies all my needs. Faith, that's what faith says in the midst of everything. My God is for me. He loves me. He's bringing me out. He's bringing me out. And you know, the state will be pounding your head. Where's the money? You don't look healed to me. You still got that lamp. That's his job. What is your job? Fight the good fight of faith. I'm resting on the Lord. Lord, I thank you. I know what your word says. I know what your word says. And when Satan comes with his lies, and he will, you know what I want you to do? I want you to slap him down. When the thoughts come, slap it down. You said what? You telling me that my Lord's not going to meet my needs? Slap it down. You telling me that I'm not here by the stripes that Jesus wore? I'm already here. Slap it down. What he God's not going to do it for you. Just slap it down. Slap him down. Say, you're lying, demon. You're lying, demon. My God, hallelujah, always, always, always causes me to triumph. If you have to pull aside, spend some time with the Lord so that you can get your joy and your peace back, so that you can begin to rest in the Lord. Because if you don't, it's going to be a long time. It's going to be a long time. You're going to be falling, falling. After a while, you're going to be distressed. After a while, you're going to be in despair. After a while, you're going to be in total unbelief. When all you have to do is get into that word and say, Lord, it's me and you. I need to hear a word from the Lord. When you, you get serious before the Lord, he will give you just what you need to hear. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Psalms 5 and 11 says, let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. When you're trusting God, you will rejoice. Trust, praise, and thanksgiving. When you trust in the Lord, he said, you will rejoice. Hallelujah. Be joyful in the Lord. Put your trust in God so that you can rejoice. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Joyful 
in thee. When you trust in the Lord, hallelujah, I can rest. Hallelujah. Resting in the Lord, trusting in the Lord, not tossing and turning, wondering when it's going to work, when it's going to happen, when I'm going to get the phone. No, Lord, I trust you. I, you know, because it is Satan's job to pound at your head. But it's your job to send him packing when he starts pounding. Don't sit there and listen. Let him pound you in the head. Slap it down. Slap those thoughts. Scripture said, cast down every imagination. When they come, you let those imaginations stay, and they're going to get larger and larger and louder and louder. Slap them down when they first come. Say, no, I refuse to listen to that lie. I refuse to let you take me down that path. I am trusting in the Lord. I am trusting in and the Lord, Hebrews 1 and 3 says, God is upholding all things by the word of his power. Now, let me, let me tell you and show you how you are at complete rest in the situation. Now, that scripture says, God is upholding all things by the word of his power. By the word of his power. Everything that the Lord has done since he said light be, he has been upholding by the word of his power. Okay, so that means gravity is still working. The sun comes up and the moon comes up and they, they're still in the axis. Stars are in the, uh, in the sky every night. Did you wake up this morning and say, Lord, I wonder is gravity working? Oh, gravity, gravity, you got to be working this morning. You got to be working this morning. You got to be working. Sun, I know you got to come in. You got to come in. You got to Did any of you have that thought this morning? Total rest. You don't think about the stars when they come out at night. But they come out every night. Why? The Lord is upholding everything by the power, by the word of his power. His power. It's done. You're resting in that area. You're not worrying about gravity. You know, what goes up must come. You're not worried about gravity. You're not worried. You're no more thinking about gravity because you're resting in that area because you know God's got it covered. Now, one of us thought this morning, I wonder if the sun's going to come up. Now, one of us took time when we went to bed last night and said, Lord, Lord, please, please let, let gravity work. Please let the sun come up in the morning. I, I'm, I'm using all my faith to get that sun to come up in the morning. We didn't take that time to do that because we knew it's going to happen. The Lord spoke it, and it's still happening, and the, the universe is still expanding. From the one time he said, light be, it's still happening. They discovered, and, you know, and, and, and the scientists are so excited. We're discovering new, new, new universes, new stars, new everything. God, God put them out there, and they're still expanding. They're still expanding because he didn't say, okay, now you can stop. He didn't say that. It's still expanding. Gravity is still working. Sun comes up every morning. Moon comes out. You may not see it. You may not see a full moon, waning moon, whatever, but they're still working. Why? God's power. He spoke it. So you, you, are told, so you can't tell me, you know, I can't rest in these areas. I just can't rest. Yeah, you do. You do it every day. You came in here and you sat down in that chair. You had total rest in that chair. Total confidence that that chair would hold you. You didn't, you didn't come in and feel this chair and say, well, is this chair going to hold me up? You didn't, you didn't do any of that. Total, you're resting in that area. So I believe it. I believe that that chair was constructed to hold my weight. I'm going to sit down. You didn't, you didn't take one second to test that chair. Now, if you weighed 500 pounds, you might, you might be a little leery about sitting. But, you know, us, us normal people, we walk in here. None of us took the time to say, well, let me see if this chair is going. Oh, Lord, please. No, we didn't do that. Resting in that area. So I know you can rest. You know what I mean? So I know you can rest in the things of the Lord. So we have to get to the place where we are fully persuaded that you can rest. So when you're in frustration, no, I, I'm, 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 I'm getting to the place of rest where I believe the word of God. I'm trusting God. Frustration is fear. 
Fear is contrary to faith. So yeah. when you see it happen, you want to send it packing. You want to send it packing. Okay, so you must know God is working in your life all the time. So I um, want us to go to James 4 and James chapter Chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. I've been trying to get to this all the time. And it says um, in the King James Version, But he giveth more grace, wherefore God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. So, you know, when you're walking in situations and you are not in faith, you are not in humility, you are in pride. You say, what do you mean you're in pride? God says, I'm going to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's his word. And you are now sitting around worrying about my needs being met, my needs being met, my needs being met. So what you then, in fact, says, well, God, you lied, and I trust in me. That what I say, I'm the one here. I'm going to make my way. I'm going to turn this around. I'm going to fix it. You know, whatever situation is coming, I'm going to do it myself. That's not what the Lord wants. He says, I'm going to supply your needs. Yeah. You say, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to work this out. I don't care what they say. I'm, I'm, I got this. Basically, you say, Lord, I got this. Yeah. I can tell them if something comes up and you say, well, I, I don't know. Price says it's mine. Don't worry about it, Lord. I'll take care of life work. I, I used to be like that. As a matter of fact, I did tell the Lord that. Situation came up. I said, look, don't you worry about a thing, Father God. I, I got this. I'll take care of this myself. Total pride. But the scripture says... God resists the proud. So when you get to the place that you, it's all about you, what I say, I'm doing it, I can fix it, I got this, I'll take it over, you've now switched places with God. You've become God. So when you get to the place where you're not humble, and we heard that in prayer this morning, when we're not humble before the Lord, when we're not trusting in him, we're in pride. And what happens, God resists the proud. He opposes the proud. He withstands the proud. He fights against the proud. So you're saying, when you say, well, I do this myself, now you're no longer, you know, you're not in grace. You're not in faith. God is now resisting you. You're saying, well, I've been standing and confessing, and I'm going to do it, and yet, well, you're now in opposition. You're in opposition. Grace, grace wants to work. He says he'll give us more grace God says, I'll give you more grace. Yeah. But how do you get the more grace? You got to be humble. Yeah. The humble gets the more grace. Yeah. The proud gets the resistance. Yeah. The proud gets the fight back. You say, well, it's just not working. It's just not Check yourself out. Is it all about you or is it about God? Uh-huh. I, and, and, and see, the Lord had to, he, he, he told me, and when, when I read that scripture and, and the other one we're going to get to, you know, it made me realize, oh, my Lord, I'm, I've been in pride. I've been in pride. I have not been humble before the Lord. I have been, and, and, and what I've done is place myself in a place to be resisted, be opposed by God, not for him working for me, but I, I did this. God didn't do this. He said, look, Dora, I'm going to give you more grace. I want you to be in a position to receive all the abundant grace that I have for you but you're resisting me. You, you, yeah. you, you, you're now pushing away saying, you can't get what I have for you. I have more grace. I have another translation said abundant grace. The, the uh, Weymouth translation says, he gives more grace. Therefore, as is implied in his saying, God sets himself 
against the haughty, but to the lowly he gives grace. The International Standard Version says, Be he, but he gives all the more grace. And so he says, God opposes the arrogant, but gives grace to the humble. God gives us grace when we're humble. What do I mean by humble? When I believe and accept the word of God and say, Lord, I believe what you said. I accept your word and I, I believe you. That's being humble. You know, the proud said, no, I, I can do this all by my, no. I need you, Lord. Father God, I need you. I need you, and I said every day, Lord, I need you. God said he gives us more grace. The proud God resists. When you resist God in your understanding, you think you got it all, you resist his truths, you resist his word, you, you're resisting these things, you're taking this thing to, into your hand, it's all about me. I can do this on my own, I don't need your help. I got this, I can take care of it. Lord, you don't, even, don't worry about it, Lord, I'll do this. This is what pride is saying. The proud, and this is what the Lord told me, that the proud carries the cares of life. The proud carries the cares of life. The proud is self-centered. It's all about me. The humble says, I can't do anything without God. That's what the humble says. Lord, I can't do anything without you. The humble I'm standing with you, Lord. I, what you say is for me. First Peter 5, 5, and 7 says, Be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud and giveth grace to the humble. Here it, is, here it is again. He says he resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. How do you humble yourself? Casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. And that's what the Lord told me. Dora, if you are carrying that care, you are in pride. And if you're in pride, you are, you're being resisted. My grace can't get through that, the resistance that you're putting up. To me, I said, Lord, I, I don't want to be in that position where I, I, I'm carrying this care and I'm resisting the proud. And you're resisting me. I can't get my prayers answered because I'm, I'm being resisted. I'm being opposed. I'm being withstood. And he said, then cast your care. I tell you, I got so free when I, when I, I got so free. I said, Lord, I'm not carrying this care. I refuse to carry a care anymore because God said, I can't work with you. If you're carrying a care, you're in pride and I resist. I have to resist that spirit. I can't bless that proud spirit in you. I've got to resist you. I've got to oppose you. But when you cast that care, when you cast that care, when you give it to him, be wise. He says, I want you to cast that care on me because I care for you. I'm loving you. I'm here for you. I want to do for you. I want to bless you. I want to answer you. For I want my grace to flow freely to you. But if you are being resisted, that grace can't come. And all the graces, I'm going to give you more grace. I want to give you abundant grace. I want grace to abound to you, overflow to you. I want to do this. He said, but it only comes through the humble. It only comes through the humble. And the humble is the one that casts his care on the Lord. The proud will not cast a care. I got this. I can take it myself. But if you are carrying a care, you are in pride and God has to resist you. 
I don't want God fighting against me. I want the more grace. I want the abundant grace. Pride, pride puts us in a position of not receiving God's grace. It, it, he said, I got more grace for you. But pride puts us in the position of not receiving that grace. Not even saying, Lord, I want your grace. I, please, Lord, give me your The pride, you, you're putting yourself out of the air of receiving grace. The humble say, Lord, I'm here. Lord, whatever you want to do, I, I'm open to hearing what you're saying. I trust you. I trust you. Per, the proud person, God will let you do your own thing, let you go after on your own devices. He can't, he, he can't get involved. He's resisting you. You say, well, why are my prayers Are you being in pride? Are you self-centered and not God-centered? Is it all about you and not about God? Do you want to be where God wants us? Proverbs 3 and 34 says, pride brings shame, but with lowly comes wisdom. I want God's wisdom in my life. I want to hear from God. I want to know, how do I get out of these situations? What do you want me to do? You've got every answer for me. But if I'm in pride and think I can do it myself, if I'm not casting this care, I'm not being humble. And if I'm not humble, I can't get the more abundant grace. He wants me to have the more abundant grace. He wants you to have the more abundant grace. I don't expect this to be a jumping up and jumping up. But listen, we want to be humble. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I need you. Lord, I depend on you. Lord, I'm counting on you. I can't do this on my own. I am humbling myself before the Lord. Hallelujah. We have to stay out of pride. A person who is positioned in pride has fallen from grace. Seek the position of humility so you will have the grace to fight the good fight of faith and be able to rest. Fighting the good fight of faith. Resting in humility. God, I trust you. God, I need you. God, I believe you. And he says, I got more grace for you. I'm giving you more grace to get through the situation. I got super grace. I got abounding grace. I got bubbling over grace to give to the humble. When you say, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I love you. Let your joy abound. Let your peace abound. I'm trusting in you. So just make that little tweak. Make that little tweak. So, Lord, it's not me anymore. It's not about me. It's not about me. It is, however, about you. I want to be in a place where God wants me to be. I want you to be in a place where God wants you to be. I want you to receive all all that God has for all of us. Why? Because he loves us. And he says, look, just cast your care on me. Cast it. Can you get to the place where you can rest in him? Just like you were already resting in gravity, knowing that gravity's working every day. Just like you rest in that chair when you sat down. I don't have a care. When something comes up, I'm casting the care. When the thought comes down, slap it down. You got your easy instructions. That's your marching orders. Not hard to do. Slap it down. Something comes up against your mind. Slap it down. So no. I resist that. I resist that thought. I doubt that thought. I doubt that thought all the way around. It's not what the God says about me. It's not what God says for me. Cast it down. Can you cast down some imagination? Because I know he would, he would be banging at your head. I, that's his job. That's his job. But our job, slap it down. 
slap it down. You know, slap it down. You, you, may, you may have to do something physical just to catch your mind. No, I slap it. I slap that thought down. I slap that thought down. I slap it down. No, I slap it down. I slap it down. I'm casting down the imagination. You coming against my God? You coming against the word of God? How dare you? This is what God says. Stand to your feet. Saints, God loves us. He loves us so much. He is ready to do some, some, and suddenly in our lives. Now when you realize, hey, I, I may have been in pride. I didn't realize I was in pride. I, I thought I was being humble, saying, well, you know, I can do it myself. No, but it's just been reversed. So now we get humble by casting all our cares. Father, I cast my care on you today. I cast my, I tell you, that scripture just, it just blessed me. And when the Lord just spoke and said, if you're not casting that care, you're in pride. I said, dear God, dear God. And I thought I was, and I said, so humble. I thought I was the humble one and I was in pride. And I put myself in a position to be resisted. He, God said, I resist the proud. I put myself in that position. I'm sure none of you have done that. And, and I understand that. I do understand you're perfect. But I'm just telling you about me. And I tell you how he blessed me and gave me freedom in that area. And I pray, God, that you are free in this area on today. The situations come up. You know what to do. You know what to say. Hallelujah. So, no, no, no. I cast it down. I cast it down. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 